How's it going, everybody? It's Evan. A little bit scraggly here on the Life is Funny podcast <laughs> with Josh, as usual. Josh, what's up? Nothing much. I think I'm going to have to carry this one so that way you don't like lose your voice because we're going to we need you for the future weeks. Okay, so. so really funny. I did think about that. Like I was driving back from work like right before we started recording and I was like, you yeah. know, like we should probably lead off and say, oh, maybe this is going to be a Josh heavy episode. But then I don't want everybody to tune out immediately. So like, well, see, <laughs> I was going to say that's what's different than normal if it's a Josh heavy episode. Like, right. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's I'm pretty like, typical. <laughs> no, I'm saying if it's, you know. If it's a Josh heavy episode, I don't know. <laughs> means you're missing out on, <laughs> Jeez, on a decent so. portion of the podcast. No, just kidding. Josh, I appreciate the Josh parts of the episode. Because hey, if not, thanks. it would just be me, me talking too. to myself the whole time. Yeah. So. And that sounds difficult. Like, I don't know if I could talk to myself for that long of a period of time. Like, you've done it two or three times now. And I think that's pretty impressive because, uh, yeah, it's just carrying a conversation with yourself seems a little difficult. Like you'd yeah. have to get used to it. Well, it's, it's interesting, not only in the sense of the podcast, cause like the first one was, I don't know, I didn't love it. The second one I felt like went really well. Yeah. Um, but then also I've had to, since working here at UIU had to do a couple like the sports broadcast just by myself. So that's basically okay. like constantly talking only like to pat me. yourself on the back. Like, yeah, that was a good joke, buddy. <laughs> well, no, you're right. Like it's, you know, if I make a joke, it's like, uh, you know, no one else is there to react live. I, I mean, was like, other people in the press I was say, box. You have to like but... make a little giggle to like make it not <laughs> to just emphasize fall it. flat completely. No, no, no. Have you ever watched like you know a stand-up comedian? They don't laugh after like every single one of their jokes. Yeah, but stand-up comedians aren't doing just commentary where like they don't get feedback from the audience. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I just I know that my stuff is funny when I. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when that's, I that's good. So. You know where the punchlines are hitting. That yeah. makes sense. If anybody ever wants to tune in to an Upper Iowa University softball game, well. There's actually just one more this season, I think, that I will be oh, really? doing like um, by myself. But you know, Clint and I have been on the radio together before too, and that's kind of fun. So like, it's fun being yeah. like a sportscaster. So nice. It's a part of the job. Sounds fun. What What have you been up to the past week? Been sportscasting any? Um. Yeah. So this weekend, Josh, take okay. So Saturday, Sunday, forty-eight hours, right? Like, mm -hmm. how many hours of those forty-eight do you think that I worked? Well, I know that in Saturday past and weekends Sunday it had been a lot. I would say probably like 10. 10? That's, that's a pretty yeah. long weekend. Because how many yeah, hours did you work this past weekend? Zero. That's right. what I'm saying. Like 10 seems like very significant. Like if you work 10 hours, I'd be like. Whew. Yeah. Well, you might have to come up with something different than a whistle. Because Josh, I worked 25 hours over Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Like Wait. you laugh. Like that's not even. I, no, I'm laughing because it's like. On Saturday. 13 and yeah. a half hours on like the Sunday docket. Yeah, that's what I'm laughing about is because, like you said, there's only 48 hours. So you worked over 50% of the possible hours like in Saturday and Sunday. And if you, you slept, hopefully, about 16 of those hours. So that leaves you with only like eight hours of not working, seven hours of not working. I don't even know if that's like an accurate statement because I left the office on sunday morning at 3 a.m now i stayed i wasn't working the whole time but i did stay up because i had to write a paper so there was a paper due sunday night and sunday okay. was a busier day than saturday was so like i knew yep. i wasn't going to be able to write the paper sunday so like i had to stay up and get it done yeah um and yeah like it wasn't that ju like just that i procrast procrastinated it it's like it just, that first was part of, all, of it Let's yeah be it's honest, like first of all papers due sunday well i mean <laughs> yes and no, I guess. Like, I technically could have maybe tried to do it Monday, but my class, like, you're not supposed to post the discussion posts until oh. Wednesday to, gotcha. like, give yourself time to read. And then it's, like, like there's a limited amount of time to turn everything in. Mm -hmm. So the first couple days of that, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, was, like, turning stuff, like, the other stuff in. And then it was, yep. like, okay, I still have this paper. So anyways, gotcha. I guess maybe very technically I could sure. have tried to do it some other time. But, so but it not needed easily. to get done. Yeah, so I probably slept for six hours that night. And then, yeah, maybe, I mean, there was some sleep before that. It's it's hard to tell, like, when the 24 or 25 hours, like, <laughs> like it all like blended together. I, is. Oh, yeah, I have no I mean, idea where, like, where right. I was the 48 hours of this weekend. <laughs> yeah, like, A, it felt like it. Um, but, like, so Sunday was the 13 and a half hour day. But, like, some of that came in the, like, the first hour or two of Sunday, you know, so, okay. like, 1 yep. a.m., and then some of, you know, it then went till like midnight on Sunday. So yeah. it was very, very long. 
Um, and most of my no, seven hours you. were probably filled with like, I don't know, doing my morning business, like, you know, showering, getting ready. <laughs> I lo- like, that's- I like that. You're like, <laughs> I just imagine you like Sheldon from uh, big bang theory and you have like a schedule and you're like with Clint <laughs> yeah. and you're like Clint that you're not using your scheduled bathroom time. That This is my scheduled bathroom time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wish. No, it would be so nice to have my own bathroom, like back at the Dylan, um, just oh, so that yeah. like, we wouldn't have to worry about like trading off or like, I don't know like even thinking about like oh man like maybe you know there's someone else that needs to use the bathroom or something like yeah. that so it's just it's an interesting thought that you know you don't have to think about typically unless you live with somebody or have like one bathroom so yeah yeah it works yeah. out for Lauren and I because we wake up at different times most days so like there's only mm-hmm. one, usually one day a week where we wake up at the same time and like have to share the bathroom but other than that it's like hmm. we wake up 30 minutes to an hour at different times so the other one of us is completely out of there by the time that the other person jumps in so it's luckily not a big deal for us but i can i can yeah. definitely see how well, it would good. be it if you're just, around at like the same time right yeah and it's one of those things where it's like you know every so we like live in the same place like you know have the same like there's you know the same common area yeah work in the same office like do all the same stuff like there's no there's nothing like you know different <laughs> so there's not like that yeah. like built-in like difference so For that's sure. part of the reason why yeah. i'm a little bit sick is because like clint got a cold and oh, now i have geez. a cold so like do you have to um, get so tested for the c19 so like this is so i haven't because a i don't even know where i'd go to do that here in the middle of nowhere i'm sure there's places but more importantly I already got vaccinated, which doesn't mean that I don't have it because I got the crappy vax, um, but which we won't get into. We already had that podcast. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I was going to say like, even if like, you got the other ones so based on how they did the studies, you can still get it. Like I'm sure the efficacy of them is still, is not quite 94 and 95% like yeah. what they said it was during, because of the studies and which what is why I'm so annoyed though. Right. But that's the, the annoying part, which again, I said, we're not going to get into it. Like, you know, 6% chance of getting it. Or even if it's more like, you know, 10 or 12 or 15, sure. it's still better yeah. than like 40%. So anyways, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm hoping that like, it's not that, um, but I don't think it is. I can smell stuff and taste stuff, but it seems yeah. like a normal cold. But also I haven't had like, I haven't been sick in like over a year because I haven't been seeing people like, yeah, you know, you've been wearing a mask up and like, I'm yep. pretty sure there's plenty of data out there that like flew and like the cold season the, just like plummeted like because the of, best flu year ever just meaning there was the least number of cases yeah, for the so flu like, masks work man masks work i, mean, I guess it. so you know if, if only there was some scientific evidence that masks freaking worked and it wasn't just an opinion you know that, <laughs> that, that would be nice wouldn't it that would be that nice. would be so nice so anyways <laughs> Yeah, um, I it, that was about it. I I've worked, nice. you know, to it worked myself to to the bro to the brim. <laughs> Literally, to now you're sick because you worked too much. Like, ugh, right? And it's not even like so like to me. right. Like Rachel, Rachel said something along the lines of like, oh, like you know, you should just like take a day off or like I don't know, like rest a little bit and like get better. And it's like when? Like, <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> How am I gonna to, do that? I guess, but yeah yeah makes sense um so anyways like at least i don't know a lot of a lot of sports ended which is great yeah Um, that is but i'm also bummed that like i don't know this coming weekend i won't be hanging out with you and lauren watching a yankees game so yeah i'm pretty bummed about that too because i'll send you pictures like if that counts like (laughs) snapchat them to you super super helpful Mm -hmm. sorry yeah it should be fun i wish you were there that's okay It'll, it'll be it'll be good. It was a, we had a fun weekend this past weekend. We were <laughs> yeah. But we were speaking going to of go pictures to, though, yes. What? Speaking of pictures though, I was gonna say yeah. Speaking of pictures, like I don't know, or like pictures of places. You guys were in Chicago this past weekend. That is correct. Yes, we were. Yes. Uh, so we this past Friday had been married for six months. A woot woot, big anniversary. Um, and so we decided to go to Chicago for a long weekend, took Monday off. So we just got back cause you and I record these on Monday, just got back a couple hours ago, two, three hours ago and spent the whole weekend in Chicago, which was fun. A little bit, um, um, nerve wracking in some ways, but let's just pause real quick. Cause I can easily pick this back up. 
What's going on with the audio? Is it failing me? Okay, so that was like the first thing that I heard clearly is what's going on with the audio. Everything else has been like, like you're, I don't know, like under. I was gonna say I can tell like by. I was gonna fuzzy. say I can tell and by see, how right you're now, talking. Right now I see your mouth moving. Oh jeez. Okay. We back. Is this any better? I mean, okay, so, like, at the end of that sentence, you kind of crackled again. And, like, right the second, it's working for some weird reason. But yeah, it's not... Well, this well, is regular phone. I, I clicked regular phone rather than FaceTime audio this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then let's probably go with this because it's working at least a little bit right now. Yeah. I could tell that it wasn't working properly by your delayed responses to what oh, I, I was saying yeah. <laughs> it was so. like man it seems like either evan's just a little slow today or my audio is a bit slow <laughs> yeah so like i don't know if it's a recording of my zoom call it yeah. will be maybe Garbage. horrendous but i don't i don't know how to like check well so. it should be fine probably because right. The audio is coming through yeah, the computer, not my this, phone. Right, so this is my This doesn't issue. matter. Right, is, yeah. is up here. So I think we'll be okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's I'll just, just pick a... it up for more <laughs> of us. All right. So I'm just going to jump right, right back in. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, we were in Chicago this weekend. And it was slightly nerve-wracking in some parts because downtown on uh, Michigan Ave, there were all the buildings were being boarded up again because there's been some like protests around the country and there was another um, shooting in Chicago in March, I believe, Hmm. um, which a cop shot uh, somebody who shouldn't have been shot. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have all of the details. I don't even know know what I just said. I don't even know what I just (laughs) said to be accurate. I don't know any of that. Right. I just know that that was what caused the, the outrage and like i haven't heard anything about chicago recently but obviously like minnesota again and there have been yeah. just a ton of shootings um very recently so yeah not ideal. so that it was it was just weird like no protests were happening when we were there but they had all boarded up so that was kind of interesting for sure um also i just want to tell everybody if our audio has been a little off up to this point like we're working on it we have had a little technical difficulties but you know, so if, if Evan and I start jumping out again, like it's okay, we'll, we'll we're in this together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun in Chicago. Um, we did so, kind of starting from the beginning. One of my favorite things in Chicago, growing up, I guess, like I went there in high school, was the Museum of Science and Industry. Mm-hmm. It's like I really wanted to go back there because it had been six, seven years since I'd been there. And so Lauren and I got bikes right by Navy Pier and rode oh. to the Museum of Science and Industry. Like when Harleys made, or like like a little no, Honda like, 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 okay. like they like are they're called like I think they're called Divi and they're mm-hmm. owned by Lyft and they're all over the city of Chicago. And I'd always I'd seen like the rental bike things in different cities where you can like mm-hmm. scan it with your phone and then use the bike for a little bit, but I'd never actually done it. So I was yeah. a little nervous, but it was super smooth. I will say that before we went to Chicago, we had made the decision we were going to bike from <laughs> Navy Pier to the Museum of Science and Industry because it didn't look very far on the map. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I'm sure you can tell by how I said that, it was actually eight miles. Yeah. Um, which isn't bad, really. It only took us like 40 minutes to bike mm-hmm. that far. So it was like, and it wasn't like working hard. Like I didn't really work up too much of a sweat or anything like that. The way back from the Museum of Science and Industry is why my cheeks are pretty rosy. Right yeah. Now. My face is pretty rosy. I got massively windburnt. Because, like, on the way there, we didn't feel it so bad, but on the way back, it was rough because hmm. it was hitting me in the face hard the whole time. <laughs> so that was interesting, but it was it was fun nonetheless. I don't know. Um, 
And then let's see what else. I have some notes down here. That's why I keep looking down. Yeah. Um, well, Cassie, see real here. quick. So your experience with, um, you know, biking back and forth sounds a lot like a Chicago experience that I don't know if you've ever heard about that I've had. Okay. Where So, like, you know how, you know, and I'm sure the podcast that we've brought it up, how I went to Chicago one time on a mission trip. And, like, the only thing oh, I wanted to do. it's been brought up many yeah, times. Right. So the only thing that I wanted to do was, like, go to the Nike store. Yes. And it was closed. Like, it was boarded up and, like, uh, you know, opening soon or something like that. This yeah. was back in, like, you know, I don't know, early, like, 2010s or something like that. Whenever I was, like, yeah. in middle school or just They closed it down, grade. like, every couple of years for, like, a full remodel. Because when I was there two years ago, same thing happened. Yeah. So that must have been it. Um, so terrible, terrible timing. It was me. I was the only guy in a group of, like, um, it was, like, like a small mission team but it was like six different like i think like high school girls and then like me who was just going into eighth grade like one or two of them were like my age but so it was like me and then like the the guy youth leader um was my buddy Mm. dan and then like our youth pastor was like a you know a guy as well yeah but basically so like we had to you know on our free day like go around and as a group you kind of decide what stores to go to and as you can imagine i didn't have much say (laughs) in what stores to go to (laughs) so there's like a funny picture that floats around um of like me and dan taking a picture just looking grumpy at like a disney store or something like that (laughs) um because like it's the last place that we wanted to be so we tried to go to the Nike store. That was like Evan's one stop of the day. Yep. And of course it was closed. So like that was just the most ejecting thing. But the part that actually sounds familiar is Dan and I got the okay to try and go from the Nike store to the Shed Aquarium, which is awesome. Oh, okay. like, um, so Shed, one of the better aquariums in the country. Yep. And like we had to like walk there, but also like because we had limited time, we wound up like sort of jogging there for some of the time and Chicago yeah. seems like close together kind of. It's really not like everything on the pier, you know, that you would yeah, hit, it but looks it's like really it not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the, from the, you can stand the pier, on Navy pier and look and you're yeah. like, Oh, right over there is the, the aquarium. Like uh-huh. Lauren and I literally totally took not. a, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we took a, the two times ago, maybe when we were in Chicago, we took a fa- like a ferry from hmm. the museum or from uh, the aquarium to the Navy Pier, which was cool. It's like see the skyline and stuff from out on yeah. the lake. But like it is definitely not as close as it looks. Right. It, so that was <laughs> yeah. that was what we ran into. Um, and literally it's like ran over a mile. Too. Um, yeah. So like we <laughs> we hightailed it over there and um, you know <laughs> got into the aquarium. But <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. We did go to another museum while we were there, which I hadn't. So I've been to. Hmm a lot of like the bigger museums in Chicago. So I've been mm-hmm. to the Museum of Science and Industry, I've been to the Field Museum, I've been to Shedd Aquarium, but I hadn't been to um, the Institute of Art in Chicago or the Museum mm-hmm. of Art in Chicago. And so Lauren and I went there and that, okay, this tells me how much I'm changing as an individual. <laughs> like, which is good, I suppose. But like, I fully expected to thoroughly enjoy the Museum of Science and Industry far more than the art museum. Mm-hmm. But no, it was completely flipped. Like I was like, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have, I enjoyed going to the Museum of Science and Industry. Don't get me wrong. I feel, I think that part of the reason that I feel a little uh, bad about going there was because so many of the exhibits were shut down because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's a very like hands-on museum. Oh, yeah. So we couldn't do a lot of the stuff, which mm-hmm. they didn't make that very clear on the website. So it's like mm-hmm. a little frustrating, but right. even then, let's say we could have, it still would have been one of those things where it felt a little too young for me. Interesting. If that makes yeah. sense. No, totally. Like, mm-hmm. It's a great museum. Highly, highly recommend it. But I think that it, like it's sweet spot would be somewhere between like the ages of 12 and 20 yeah Mm -hmm. like somewhere in that ballpark whereas like the art museum like as you and everybody who listens knows like photography is like my thing and so really i know shocking so i was it's interesting to like dive into that a little bit more Mm -hmm. i have a strong at this point in my life disdain for photographs like photography in museums and I said this to Lauren. I was like, I know how to become a uh, photographer who has photos in a museum like this. Mm-hmm. You just have to be a very tortured individual. 
<laughs> and you have to take bad pictures and like have a good story okay. with them. Like that's oh, yeah. it. Those three things, tortured individual, bad mm -hmm. pictures, good story that like tells how it represents something. That's mm. it. Like if you can do that, <laughs> you're, you're sitting pretty. Um, but so that part of the museum didn't really speak to me, but I didn't expect mm -hmm. it to, but like the paintings and stuff like that, that was awesome. We went nice. and saw, there was an exhibit that was, um, the like Monet, he had, I think they have, um, 33 of his paintings, hmm. which is the largest group of them outside of Paris, which I thought oh, was kind of wow. cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the whole backstory between like that museum in Chicago and Monet is really interesting because they were like the first museum in America to buy one of his, pa his paintings and the first museum to have one of his like solo shows and stuff like that. So like there's a strong connection there, but mm -hmm. it, it was just interesting to me. And I think like, part of the reason that I liked the art museum better was for sure the photography side of things like, but different than what you would expect. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't the photography in the museum. It was like mm -hmm. gaining, I don't know, not perspective, but being inspired by some of the paintings and stuff like that. And then like carrying that over into like, like photos that I take, if that makes sense. Like, cause a I hear a little bit, I guess. It yeah. probably doesn't. <laughs> but like a lot of photographers will talk about how like they're inspired by like music and stuff mm -hmm. like that with the pictures they take. And like, so that plays into the, the, the photos they're taking. And I think like the, the paintings that were at the museum definitely can be that for me. Like mm -hmm. I was just, I don't know. It, it wasn't something that I had ever experienced where I was like, I actually really enjoy looking at these in that mm -hmm. way before yeah. so it was it was cool to like actually see like in a very obvious way my growth as an individual <laughs> or maybe growth is the wrong word but at least the right, change yeah. that, that, in me as a person over time right yeah that implies that you, you know i don't know you were you were less than like back back in the day when you weren't as i'd like to think but... i'm i'm growing over time so yeah <laughs> just maybe not in yeah. the hair department <laughs> no no definitely not just definitely losing not. over time no anyways no For that's sure. exciting like that's cool that yeah. you you know saw the inspiration or whatever not to yeah. like you know put it lightly but no no yeah I, it it and it's one of those things where it's like when somebody talks about it it doesn't make a lot of sense it's because oh, like, yeah no when it's i would super, hear photographers like, like talk about like oh that really inspired me or whatever like okay let's right. like let's hold the phone here like yeah. what, is, what does that even mean like that is just a painting on a wall done by some guy in the late 1800s like that can't be like what what's that doing for you but like now i don't know it's it's cool to see how that's changed the other thing completely different that i wanted to hit on was mm -hmm. the argument of pizza in chicago okay so it's so weird to me that like everywhere you go in chicago they're like nope this is the best pizza. Oh yeah. You know, those guys down the road, mm -mm. they don't have it. They don't have <laughs> it. This is the best pizza. Now let me tell you why they have two chunky tomatoes. Our tomatoes are just right. They put the cheese under the sauce. We put the cheese on top of the sauce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying here? I'm, I just think it's interesting how like <laughs> in cities and in particular places they can get so riled up i guess or like how the competition how the competition develops over time because i think about even like detroit there's like these two coney dog stands that are right next to each other in downtown mm -hmm. detroit and like that's the contest like who's got the better coney dog and so like they argue about that and everybody's like oh no these guys over here we got it mm -mm, you're wrong it's them over there well yeah it's people are loyal to you know to their favorite but, like, like what what develops the loyalty unless you work there which i understand that but like is it has to be something that like somebody took you there or something like that or it's just like no i truly believe this is a better coney dog or like this is way better pizza when like all the pizza i've had in chicago not that i've had a ton but i've had a few slices in my mm -hmm. day and it's all been great like there's none that i'm like oh, man i can never eat there again that was terrible Awful right. pizza. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I mean, all you good. can still like you can still have a favorite though, you know, or still be like like oh, you know, this is my go-to or or that's where yeah. my, you know, where my parents took me or like that's yeah. how you develop the the loyalty, you know. Yeah. It's like being a yeah. sports fan. It's like in a in a city where there's two teams. 
It's like, which one are you a fan of and why? It's like, it's a similar or thing. Or neither. Like, don't even, like, pick That's something completely yeah. obscure <laughs> because everybody who you are friends with and close with likes the Bears. And so you're like, no, I'm going <laughs> to like the Colts. Yeah. Even though, like, they're in a completely different state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Fandom is, is obviously interesting, but, like, for we've sure. had a podcast about that, I'm pretty sure, at, at one point. Probably. I think it's probably. called something like Making a Fan or, uh, I don't know. Not, that sounds too basic. Maybe. We probably had a better title for it. But Maybe. Anyways, yeah. Um, so, like, I are you a deep dish pizza fan or Oh, I not? love deep dish pizza. Oh, me too. Pizza. Yeah, yeah so it's much. amazing. Like, I would, 10 out of 10 times, pick a deep dish pizza over, a, like, a regular style pizza. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more filling. Like, I can do... One, it's like a pie that's what, yeah, slices right yeah, that's what people thick. like don't like about it that for the people that don't like it like rachel is like a thin crust fan because mm. i don't know she like can eat more of it and i'm you like, gotta eat give it different me the deep too. dish like deep dish has to be eaten with a fork like if you see somebody out there like picking up the slice of deep dish you like, know that's that takes, the person to hang out with no that's like your- that take <laughs> yeah like you hang out with that person for sure but that like it takes some nerve to pick up that slice and be like it's holding. It's going to hold in all the way into my mouth and not fall off. No, I, I feel like, I don't know. So my roommate, there's a Giordano's, like Giordano's is one of like yep, the pizza places in Chicago that like I know and have been to we ate there this weekend. one of my faves, but there's also one, like there's places, other, other places too. I think like there's yeah, one like in Cincinnati. Luminati's. Yeah. Oh, sure. you're talking about Giordano's like other locations of it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 We had it the first time in Indianapolis. Interesting. Not yes. Chicago. So, like, my roommate brought back some when he came back um, after, like, being gone, I think, last week I mentioned. And it was funny because he made some, like, you know, leftover pizza. And I was like, so are you eating it with a fork or not? And he said, absolutely not. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm definitely a fork guy when it comes to uh, deep dish pizza. Like, I think it is, like, I don't know. It's it's the it's the smarter way to go. But, <laughs> Yeah. It it is. It's just it makes me too nervous to pick it up. Not because like it's gonna make a mess on me, but like I want it to hold together. Like that the ordering of right. the pizza. Like I yeah. want it to taste that way when mm-hmm. it goes into my mouth. Yeah, because it is. It's like a pie. It's like you can choose like the perfect bite of like okay, there's yeah, there's cheese and crust and tomato sauce, blah blah blah. So okay, I want to circle back to the art stuff real quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll wait, see how this it, goes. It was. So when we were at the Museum of Science and Industry, there was an exhibit that was talking about like right brain versus left brain. Mm-hmm. And there was like a grouping of words and it was like three words and you had to figure out the uh, like the second part of each of those three words mm-hmm. where they would all match up basically. That hmm. I know that makes no sense. But not like really like but do you have an example words. it sounds like you have an example <gasps> no i don't <laughs> oh, this, great. Is, this okay. is what's getting me uh in trouble here um because <laughs> it sounded okay. so like, like you were in, gonna bring it up and in like opposite, ask on the podcast like, an opposite <laughs> of an opposite would be like if the three words were time thing and where and then the word that you were trying to figure out was some so like sometime somewhere something Gotcha. But yeah. But all the the words were actually like the first part of the word, mm-hmm. and you were trying to figure out the last part, and it had to be the same thing. Like in that case, some would be the thing that would match up between the three, and so like this test was to help you figure out if you were right brain or left brain. Hmm. And Lauren knew all of them like very quickly, except for one. I looked at it and I knew zero of them like very quickly. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Like, I just have no idea. My brain will not figure out which word is supposed to finish, like which common word is supposed to finish these three other words. It just hmm. didn't make any sense to me. So like, it was very clear that like Lauren is right brain. I'm left brain. I think that's correct. Like, I don't know like, about that. That sounds like Lauren is, is big brain and Josh is little brain. <laughs> no, no. It, it was, it was showing like, like if you were like using the artistic side of your brain more, mm-hmm. then you would be able to figure that out more. If you were like more analytical, I guess, and like math oriented or something, then you would not be able to figure them out very well. Like whichever side <laughs> of your brain you're fa- you favor. So like, have you ever thought about which side of your brain, like, you favor in terms of like your thinking like what yeah. you think 
I'm super right-brained. Like, I'm I'm very much more, like, an analytical individual. Like, I probably would have crushed that as well. Like, Lauren and I, we're, we're a couple of smart cookies out here. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, maybe I got this backwards. Which brain is, which side is which one? I'm pretty sure right brain is, like, the math and, like, science-y side, and left brain okay. is more artsy and, like, you know, I don't know. If that's correct, then I mixed it up. Then I'm this. I'm right brain, and she's left brain. Interesting. Because if you were able it to figure the them out, way. it was supposed to be artsy. Hmm. Man, if if only there's a way we could actually determine, you know, which which is right, which <laughs> Where, is left. Where's the fun in such things? Google has ruined barroom banter. It really has. Okay, so left brain dominance. Um, Let's go. This this article was the first thing that was kind of annoying. So left... Oh, I was wrong. So left brain okay. is often said to be more logical, analytical, and objective. A person yep. who is right-brained is said to be more intuitive, thoughtful, and subjective. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So Lauren's right brain. I'm left brain. And it sounds like you would consider yourself right brain as well? Or no. left brain? I consider analytical. myself left brain, so maybe okay. Lauren and I aren't smart cookies, and Josh nope. and I are together. Are, we we are smart cookies. <laughs> well, no, because that's weird. Because I, I feel like I would have been able, like that test, I would have been able to nail. Maybe I'm a, I'm, a, I'm whole brain, like I'm, oh, I'm both brain. <laughs> I think that everybody favors one part. Like <laughs> no, I, I think so too. I would say overall, I am more on the analytical side, which is left okay. side. Yeah, more logical. But yeah, but I think like. It's because of that, and this is where it's interesting. It's because of that that I enjoy photography, which is like very much right brain. Like I enjoy, Mm -hmm. it's so difficult to explain. Like, cause I don't, because of the way my brain works, I seem like I would be the type of person who wouldn't enjoy that like artistic side of things and like that creative side as much. But like, that's one of my favorite things to do. I don't know. Like, I don't do know. you I mean, have hobbies like that for yourself? I feel like it kind of pigeonholes things. Like, cause I'm sort of analytically design oriented. Like when I've, so I've been working with InDesign to make like game notes and I've really yeah. enjoyed like making them, you know, pretty and look nice. But also part of yeah. that is like making sure everything's perfectly lined up, you know? So I yes. think it would yeah. partially depend on your photography too. Cause like you can be either super abstract, you know, take pictures of like, that's the true. way the I'm light not bounces off nothing. Like, yeah, all or you of can my very pictures direct. are like yeah. very perfect. Yeah. Like is my goal. Right. So, so I think like even though artistic is maybe a little bit more of like a right brain slash, you know, yeah. I don't know, like intuitive type of thing, like the way that you do it is more left brain. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not like playing with the light and doing the abstract things that you're talking about. Right. Like, yeah. You're not just like, you know, mixing colors together. It's like, you're very yeah. like, boom, boom, boom. This is a, my, this is my picture of a landscape of a deer of, you know, of whatever. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. That makes Cause sense. like that's, I don't know, like we'll talk about this in a future episode for sure, because we have a lot of experience talking about like, like personality types and tests. But I feel yeah. like when you do those things, sure they're a good guideline but if you like pigeonhole yourself into like oh like i'm not gonna do this because yeah. i won't enjoy it you know like yeah. like that'd be kind of silly like if you said all i want to do all day is do math problems <laughs> instead of like take pictures <laughs> no, you. you know it's like well that sounds yeah. terrible but <laughs> for sure for sure but yeah i, I think it's interesting for sure Mm-hmm. sorry yeah it has me thinking has me yeah thinking. no it's it's a it's a good <laughs> thought because like i don't know I'm, I'm thinking of other stuff like weird little examples like one of them that kind of weirdly came to mind was like like if you're a cook i feel like like a left brain cook would sort of have like a beautiful plate where everything is like in its spot and a right brain yeah. cook might just have like a fun mess of everything and it's like yeah you know it's the same thing like you know it's a little more abstract but i don't know it's, yeah it's all it's all about how sense. you go about it. So, I agree. You you and Rachel went somewhere semi recently, didn't you? Uh, I mean, think, I went back home and like. I thought that you guys like went on a weekend trip somewhere. Like, not a weekend in the last, trip. Like six or eight months. I mean, we took the trip to Utah. If you remember that one. 
I I do, as does everyone, I think. I don't know why I was thinking you guys went to, like, Cincinnati for the weekend or something like that pretty recently. Well, probably because we talked about it recently. Like, that is in the in the plan. So it was funny. When you were mentioning the science museum, Rachel actually said that the other day. She said, like, we should go to a science museum. And my thought, okay. like, every science museum I've been to is for the age range that you talked about. Like, I used to go there yeah. for, like, trips in high school. Or not yeah. high school, like, middle school, like, uh, field trips. And then, like... In Bloomington, there's the Wonder Lab, which is like yep. a hands-on, like little science museum, and yeah. they have like adult nights, but it's really very much yeah, just that like, involve like alcohol, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like it's it's a kiddie museum that you know yeah. you make adult by only letting adults in, like so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe okay. you over. So you guys were talking about going somewhere recently. Yeah, like with Cincinnati being a likely future. destination over the. Got summer, it. So okay, that makes sense. Because my yeah. question was like, okay, so you've now started to think about a trip together this summer. What does a like traditional or I don't know what does a typical Evan and Rachel trip look like? Like what what types of things do you do? Is it like relaxing? Is it like packed to the brim with stuff and like planned out minute by minute? Is it like what is a a t- typical itinerary or lack of itinerary look like on a trip that you guys would go on? I mean, we haven't really done a lot of trips, but I feel like I don't know, like it's it's not very planned out. Usually like if I'm hanging out with Rachel for like a weekend, it's yep. pretty unplanned. It's like, oh, let's hang out with so-and-so. Like, it, right. So, like, yeah. when we went to Michigan, like, those are the yep. trips where Rachel and I have taken a bunch of, where it's like, let's go see friends or hang out with friends over the weekend yeah. or something. Like, those are a little bit scheduled because it's like, okay, let's, you know, we're going to be with these people at this, you know, this whole yeah. time. Yeah. But then, like, we kind of decide what to do as it as it goes. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So, like, for example, looking at a weekend trip, because it's, that's the other thing is, like, as... I don't know, like, as college kids without a lot of responsibilities, like, we've sort of, we have the the time to, I don't know, like, be like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like, let's, you know, either just hang out all day or actually go do something or, like, there's always Mm -hmm. tomorrow. So, like, this summer when, like, she's working and I'm, like, doubling up on classes, I think the plan is going to be a little bit more set in the sense that, like, we want to try and go see a baseball game. um, And then, like... It'll only be like a day or two, like a weekend trip, so it'll be shorter and more, more solidified. But yeah. I don't know. That's that's how my trips are in general. Like okay. every time that we've we've ever gone on a family vacation, there's like plenty of time. There's all sorts of stuff where it's like, okay, like we want to do this, like let's do this. Yeah. But like it's not like we we show up and have like an itinerary. It's like you know what, like yeah. we can do this whenever we want. Like let's just figure out the best day. Which I think yeah. is the way to do it, especially in a, like, vacation. Like, you don't want it to yeah. be, like, you know, yeah. difficult. Which so. we've talked about, like, the travel. We did, we did an entire travel podcast a while back. But, like, that I was trying to bring it up, but my phone having internet problems today, which tells yeah. me that it's my phone, not your phone. I it's mean, I thought today. it was your fault for the whole time, too, but that's what As <laughs> you always do. As you always do. Anyway. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> this time I was right, at least. And Yeah, yeah. thank goodness. It's not but, Josh's fault. It's your stuff's fault. So it, it uh, is a... Yes. You know, it's just, I tend just to agree with on, that. Yeah, just because yes. it's on that side of the screen. Um, or, you know, if you, I don't know if it'll flip with people are yeah, watching no the idea. old YouTube, but... I have no idea. But anyway, what I was trying to show you was that, like, what Lauren and I typically will do is kind of similar to what you described. And that's like, we come up with a bunch of things we potentially want to do. And then I found out that on Google maps, you can create your own maps and you can drop waypoints. Okay. And so like I, we did this for, I think we did it for Ireland when we went a few years ago, we did it for California for sure. And we did it for Chicago this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we just dropped a bunch of points, like, because like we'll see stuff over time where it's like, oh, we know we're going to Chicago in a couple months. Like, write this down. I want to, I want to go see it. And mm-hmm. then, so like, then I'll compile all the waypoints on a map. And then, hmm. when we're actually there, we'll decide like, oh, okay, we have the Museum of Science and Industry scheduled on Saturday morning, so we're gonna go there. Is there anything near that that was on our map that we could also hit? Because like. Mm-hmm especially with Chicago and like California and other trips, like you said, spread out. So it's, right. you gotta try to hit stuff when they're close to each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Oh, we're going to be there or, Oh, Sunday morning, we're going to the, the art museum. Like what's near the art museum? Like, is there a coffee shop we were wanting to hit there? So like, let's grab a cup of coffee there and mm-hmm. then go to the museum. Like 
that's typically how it goes for us. And then we know that we we are not going to hit everything on the list, which like sometimes it's sad and like oh we yeah, really but you got to pick, play. yeah, you know exactly, exactly. And but I enjoy that way of like traveling, and wish more people would utilize that like that Google Maps thing and mm-hmm. by creating their own layer of maps because you can access it on your phone or your computer or whatever and then when you see something you just throw it on there and then you can go to it later and then yeah that's part of the fun it's like you're like there in the city and you're you're looking at your map like oh what's near here like oh, i completely forgot i even put that down because <laughs> then you'll get back from a place i think that's what really started this is you'll get back from a place and be like shoot you remember that one place we said we wanted to go yeah Ah, oh, like didn't even think about it. Right, and right. So there's it's inevitably like you wasted, something you forget. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you got to go back, hit that mm-hmm. place you forgot. Whereas now with this new technology, there's never a need to go back. You just hit everything <laughs> you want. <laughs> no, no, you still got to pick and choose. But yeah, like yeah. I know what you mean because that's what we do. I don't know with like family vacations too. Like thinking back to what we did the last time that we went to California, it's like okay, like for a few days we're gonna be here. You know, like that, that's kind of what it is. It's like, okay, for this time, we're going to stay here. Like these mm-hmm. are the handful of options that we have in this place. And then like for the few days that we went like and stayed in like the Redwoods, like national forest or whatever, like it's like, okay, let's check out the Sequoias. Like that's definitely what yeah. we're going to do. Cause we're here. So I feel like that's a part sure. of it too. It's more about figuring out where to go and where to stay and mm-hmm. then figuring out what to do. Um, at least yeah. is like how I approach trips. It's like, it starts bigger and then shrinks down. Yeah, um, and exactly. that's how like Rachel and I were looking at stuff too. It's like, okay, we only have a weekend. Like, so we got to pick the where first, you know, it's not necessarily yeah. the what it's like, what, you know, where is close enough. And then what can we do? Cause for me, I'm pretty easy. Like anything is fun with the right people <laughs> or the right person. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I live in the middle of nowhere in Iowa and like, I don't Anything's hate my life a check in the right direction. Yeah. So like anything's nicer. Um, but like, I'm okay with just like, a weekend alone even like you know or just i don't know like a zoom game night is still fun like yeah like that kind of stuff obviously like things can be better um but yeah i i don't know so that's that's sort of my approach to things it's less like i'm gonna be bummed unless i go do this you know it's more like oh no like anything we do if it's like yeah eating at chili's or eating at a you know michelin star (laughs) restaurant like it's yeah. the company, you oh, know? <laughs> we, speaking of that, we ate at this one restaurant. It's called mm-hmm. Monteverde. And mm. the best Italian food I've ever had in my life. Wow, that's like, a bold statement. I know, because I love Italian food. In years, you've been around a while. <laughs> Wait, you know? also, yeah, one of your favorite all-time places, is, Italian yeah, food. So. It is. Yeah, it's Mama Carolla's in Indianapolis. You've been there, I think. But that's forget the forget Mama Corollas. You got a new a new bad boy in your life. Yeah, yeah. Th- it's a little more expensive though. So and it's in Chicago. So I, luckily I can't go there very often. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, now oh you got to start gosh. a new tradition that every six months you got to yeah. go to that restaurant in Chicago with Lawrence. I don't think so. I don't think that's gonna happen. But it was. This is completely down a different tangent of food, but it was so interesting because like this perfect example. We were just talking about Mama Corollas. One of Lauren and I's favorite restaurants. For the food, yes, but also probably more so for like sentimental reasons. Mm-hmm. It's where we went on our first date. Like we went there every three months while we were in college. Like don't get back to India as much now, so haven't been there for a little bit. But that's why it's one of our favorites. When you leave Mama Corolla's, if you've done it correctly, your belly is full. You feel like they need to roll you out the door. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. So at the place that we went, Monteverde, felt like we had just as much food as we did at Mama Corolla's. Like hmm. the the quantity felt similar in mm-hmm. total. But when we left, it was a very different experience where it's like, I'm full. I'm for sure full. But I don't feel bloated. I don't feel like yeah. over full. And so I was trying to figure out, and Lauren and I were trying to figure out, like, is it just the quality of ingredients that like somehow play into like how your stomach reacts to the food over time or something like that. Is it like the level of gluten or something? Like, I don't know, but it was, it was one of those like eye opening experience where it's like, I want to know more about why that, that happened. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure it is like, I don't know. It's, it's super easy to fill yourself up with like bread and oil and fat versus like, Oh, we did that here too. 
Yeah, that's no, the thing. That's, like but, we did it both probably places. Like, slightly nicer bread and oil and fat. Like <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, like it's one thing to eat. So like I bought a loaf of enriched white bread and I was like because it was cheaper and I was like I don't really know what the difference is and like it tasted <laughs> fine it tasted pretty good actually and it was bigger so like I got more bang for my buck there's probably <laughs> this is something... a story of Evan <laughs> <laughs> right probably something not quite as good about it also <laughs> along those same lines I don't think I've told you or the podcast this um I bought so like at the like cheaper grocery store around here I bought cheese dollar like the general. cheapest cheese because uh no dollar general surprisingly a little bit more expensive wouldn't consider it a, really? a grocery store um but anyway so like at the cheaper grocery store i bought yeah. cheese and like like i don't use a lot of sliced cheese it's more for like when i make eggs or like a, a turkey sandwich or something yeah. just to slap it on there and yeah. i bought like the cheapest sliced cheese because i didn't really care and i found out Fake. that i bought i bought imitation cheese yeah <laughs> and it's like it's so garbage it doesn't melt at all so like when i make eggs it just like is there like mushed up like into the egg and it, like i haven't thrown it away yet because i paid for it you know <laughs> like, like i paid a dollar fifty for this i can't throw it away it was probably a dollar fifty yeah so like, lauren told me that about ihop recently that the, there was a i think it was ihop i'm so hmm. sorry if i'm talking bad about ihop and it was a different restaurant yeah ihop might not sponsor us after this one yeah uh, i guess not but there i believe it to be ihop maybe a different restaurant they use imitation eggs and if you want real eggs you have to say like i would like real eggs with huh. this please that makes like, sense i mean eggs are like really really difficult because i feel like any restaurant like if you go to a mcdonald's like you're gonna get like like the egg like puck you know that they have and like because you can't really risk like i don't know getting people sick like eggs are super easy to like undercook or if you have like a breakfast buffet i hate yeah. those eggs because they're just overcooked like nothing they have eggs to. yeah because they have to it's the same way i mean you know i don't know like like that's why it's sort of at your own risk if you like you know yeah. get a burger and order it medium or like a steak or something you yeah know? there's but, always like, that little asterisk at the bottom it's like undercooked food may cause illness like Okay. yeah so thank you i don't know i appreciate That's... you but i thought i don't know i i'm curious about it because i always thought that like mama carolas had decent level of ingredients mm-hmm. but like this place made it very clear that like <laughs> they got nothing yeah going well on. I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's with a lot of restaurants, though. Like, if you actually knew, like, that the ingredients were just the Kroger brand stuff, like, that's probably yeah. what goes into it for most places. Probably. So, like, yeah, especially, like, more of a, I don't know, like, individual own. Like, every time you see one of those shows where yeah. it's, like, restaurant disasters, it's like, oh, like, every restaurant just does the same yeah. stuff and, like, buys yeah. cheap food and makes it differently. So, True. like. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And I think, like, that was also the beauty of, like, what made this place interesting sadly we had to sit outside i really wanted to sit inside because they actually make like all their pastas homemade there hmm. at oh, the restaurant cool. yeah and mm-hmm. you can watch them make your pasta oh that's yeah that's for awesome. your meal but really? we didn't get to sit in there and watch it so like that's a bummer you know that it's like as fresh as it possibly can be which yeah, is as it possibly can um, be <laughs> on that note everybody evan do you have anything else yes i'll, I'll give you the one more opportunity are, the possibilities are endless josh <laughs> do you have anything else sir <laughs> like actually yeah because <laughs> like i feel actually. like we should yeah no i feel like it's a good a good time to stop um i've got oh so literally perfect i've been saving this one for a while i have the perfect pasta. fact of the week it's like Amazing. incredibly good so okay like back to the week pasta yes is well okay real quick any sticking it to the man's because i already mentioned that like as leah mentioned a few weeks ago this week was a working for the man week for me i didn't get any well, chance to stick yeah. it to the man so. i got another couple free frosties lauren and i nice. are like okay. we we have gotten our money's worth out of that Good. two dollar frosty card like every time we go as long <laughs> as you say when you order them like and I've got the frosty key tag. Yep. They're like, all right, your total is zero dollars when uh-huh. you order two junior frosties at, awesome. at the one right by where we live. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm so I'm so glad for you. And also a little bit jealous, but mostly real proud. So you know I wanna it, try it out at another Wendy's and be like, Is this is this everywhere? Right, yeah. Like, you probably yeah, probably could. But I feel like the guy who works there, he's he's you know It's always different. Know. Oh, okay. Well maybe Which it's is like the Wendy's, part so. that makes me like a little concerned that Yeah. 
but I'm not that concerned. It's only like right. $1.50 for <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't question it too so. much if I were you. No. So, yeah. like, so way to go. Way to stick it to the man with that. Okay, you, so the perfect fact of the week. It's like, it's yes. a long one and a two-parter. First of all, okay. do you know what the difference between tortellini and tortelloni is? No. No. Okay. Well, I had tortellini so, this weekend. I didn't have tortelloni. How do you know? I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. What? Like, I know that on the menu it said tortellini. <laughs> do you know what was in the tortellini? Cheese of some kind. It was spinach. So the difference is that tortellini has, uh, oh, I don't, I don't know if I have it written down the opposite way. I think tortellini has meat and tortelloni has no meat, but it might be the other way around. Whatever I had had like spinach and cheese. Yeah, so that's probably either tortellini or tortelloni. <laughs> Wait, what did you say that it was? <laughs> I swore it was tortellini. Okay, then we'll, we're going to go with that. That tortellini has no meat and tortelloni has meat. I think it's the other way around, but I might be it wrong. It could be. It's the real What if I call up the restaurant? Here. Like, everything on this menu was written in Italian. So, like, I feel like they would know. Wow, that's um, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, they totally would know. And now our listeners know that there is a difference and that like, yeah. even we if they don't know, know the right sure. one, we, yeah, we yeah. know that there's a thing. So the other thing, and this is like the true fun fact of the week. Do you know, first of all, did you know that there is a plural for ravioli? And do you know what it is? So what's your ravioli's. guess? Raviolis. Raviolis? That would be your guess? Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean singular. Ravioli is plural. Do you know what the singular oh. ravioli is? The ravi. Not quite. It's a good guess. So a singular ravioli or singular piece of ravioli is a raviolo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take one raviolo, please. Exactly. Yeah. One little <laughs> raviolo. So that's super fun. And these fact of the weeks were brought to you courtesy of my wonderful girl- girlfriend, Rachel. Rachel. Wow. Um, <laughs> I butchered that one. <laughs> I'm glad that that was the funniest thing to you on this whole podcast. <laughs> so we'll try that again this fact of the week was brought to you by my wonderful girlfriend rachel that's a bit of a tongue twister um she was so excited excited about the tort fact that she learned the next one and was extra pleased so like yeah she learned the raviolo one because of the excitement about the tortellini versus tortelloni yeah i was hoping that in your explanation there you were going to throw in some more pasta puns yeah i mean (laughs) I, I'm I'm out of stuff right now, but you know, penny thing is possible, or penny thing is possible. <laughs> penny thing is possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There, there's That's plenty funny. of other possible, you know, there's possible tons. options, but yeah, well, I already some. used that one. So, you if did. you have any That's good pasta puns, share it with us on social media. Yes, Email please. us at Life Is Funny Podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure that I learned that it I is checked. the full thing. It yeah. is. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs> Had to let it's, our people know. Um, still it's get Life Is Funny Podcast at gmail.com yeah so do that or just like social media works just as well if not way way yeah. better so <laughs> for sure for sure yeah all righty well thank you all so much for joining us this week hopefully after listening to this you go and get yourself some pasta because we made mm-hmm. you hungry here at the end i know i'm hungry i'm off to eat some tacos no burritos after this which i am thrilled about anyways <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us this week this has been the life is funny podcast and we will see you in the next one bye everybody see ya <laughs>